0: Welcome back to Happy Home with Dan and Latane. We are a real estate couple that focuses on faith, family, and financial freedom. This is episode seven.
1: Where to get started in real estate investing.
0: Well, let's pray. Because <laughs> that's where you should start with Everything this. Everything starts with prayer. Because it's, um, it's a crazy ride along the way, but, um, you know, obviously... For us, investing in real estate has been good. It started a long, long, long time ago um, when I bought that first course from Carlton Sheets. Um, you know, just not having a clue. I didn't know what a title company was, I didn't know anything. And so what he taught was residential. You know, he he talked a lot about bread and butter, three bedroom, two bath, you know, (laughs) and it had a garburator, Um, not a garbage disposal. It was a garburator. I'll never forget that 20 some years later. So, um, you know, I think you really need to start focusing on and I think we've alluded to this some of your personality, you know, who you are, what time you have. Um, you know, what's your risk tolerance? What's your financial, you know, do you have lots of money? Do you don't, you know, do you not? And I, I think a lot of this will help you kind of funnel into where you want to be.
1: That's stepping back and maybe taking first, uh, almost like a a personality inventory of yourself of what, what, what do I really want to do here? What time am I willing to give up? You know, what, Am I looking to focus mentally on this because of everything else going on in life? Um, Do I want to do it alone? Do I want to have someone working with me? Just kind of looking at yourself first of what you are willing to do, what you're not willing to do, and know, make a list. And no, and when you start looking at specific deals, if it doesn't meet your list, then maybe that's not the deal for you and you keep moving on and keep looking. So I think that's a very good place to start is personally, what do you want to do? And we can say that now because when we started, we had no clue. We just bought anything and everything and just moved. And if it was great for us, awesome. And if it wasn't, we just kind of powered through. Well,
0: and part of it is we didn't have kind of some of these resources that are out there now with, you know, social media, with all the different options of, of getting education and stuff. We, I started by reading books. Mm -hmm. um, And then, like I said, getting this one Carlton sheets program and it was, you know, and I think by the time we got married, I think I had two or three other courses, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just kind of built on each other. But I, I do, I think it's important that you know your personality, you know, going back to goals, you know, what's your goal? You know, what type do you want to do? Well, if you want to be a multimillionaire in six months, you know, flipping single family houses, you're probably not going to be a multimillionaire, you know, that quick. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you want to say you have a five-year goal of, you know, I want to own this many properties, you know, I think it, all of that goes back to what type you know, what size, because obviously we learned through our apartment buildings, it was easier to scale. You get larger numbers and it does come down to when you start looking at deals. You know, we always used to think it was smart to buy a single family house because we could afford it. We knew that. But as we started getting bigger and we started doing more stuff, we've joked and we just said, it's just adding zeros it's to it. It's, it's just a bigger number.
1: And I think part of that also, when you're looking at yourself and- Like you mentioned, your goal. Are you looking for creating cash flow now? Because that's going to be a different purchase than looking for just a long-term investment opportunity that I want to have some income when I retire.
0: And from a personal level on our side, what was it that we were doing? We were buying stuff that we could try to get as much cash flow. Yeah. Where did we find those? In the not-so-nice areas of town. Yeah. The the rough, you know, dealing with a little bit more management intensive, that's why we ended up going to the weekly rentals. When we had that duplex, it was a great duplex, great location. You know, we could do a year lease. Yeah. But the problem was for us, there was zero cash flow. Yeah. And every year, we would have to renew that lease. And
1: it got frustrating to us because it wasn't meeting that goal that we were trying to achieve.
0: Exactly. So, so I, I think that's it. a perfect example yeah. of... You know, what is your goal? You know, now we don't necessarily need as much cash flow. And we've kind of been doing a little bit of transition in our real estate portfolio where we just sold off four quadruplexes that would have been great cash flow. But they were a lot more management intensive. And we bought, you know, our duplex that we just bought recently that is not, I mean, it's more of a higher end. We're getting a little bit, you know, higher end tenant. They're able to pay online, things like that. So it, it goes back to, like you said, it's it's what are you looking for? If you're looking for cash flow, then you might have to go in, in I don't know, single family, or, uh, probably not single family. If you're wanting huge cash flow quick, you might want to look at doing multifamily. You know, you might want to look at doing storage, um, something like that. But if you're looking, and it goes back to management as well, you know, multifamily, that's a Big management thing It is. you know, so I do agree with you. I think that we are, when people look at things, you need to look at what's your goals, you know cash flow, equity, you know what what are you looking for?
1: So the other thing you also want once you kind of establish that on the personal side, then look at, okay, do I I'm a handy man. I've done handy work all these years. I want to be able to put some of my own skill into it. Or is it the other side, I don't know how to do anything or I don't want to do anything because I do that day in and day out. I'm gonna hire some contractors. Well, are you gonna be able to flip a house with contractors being booked out for weeks at a time? Right now, they're hard to get a hold of. If not, maybe you need to buy a rental property that is currently rented. It needs some work, but as I can work that in, then that'll be great but it's not as pressing for the moment so this this is something else do i want to put a lot of personal time into it do i want to hire people and what is that going to look like if it's if you're doing a major overhaul flip and you're planning on doing it all with contractors that absolutely can be done but before you buy it you better talk to some people and make sure you know, because a lot, there are a lot of contractors that don't do flips, they only do new construction. So, you want to, hey, this is what I'm looking at. Is this something you would even quote for me? Right.
0: And understand that there's a lot of time in that management, even though you're not personally doing the work. It's meeting, getting quotes. It's, you know, checking to make sure that the work's done Making right.
1: sure the project is moving along because right. you're just one project for that contractor who probably has several jobs. And he's not going to keep an eye on it as closely as you right. will because he doesn't have as much skin in the game as you do. And,
0: you know, I mean, just on a personal side with us, you know, we started. I didn't necessarily have the skills, but I had the ability. I could learn very quickly you know, the example of when we paid that plumber to come in and set the toilet yeah. and to put the dishwasher and countertop on. And I, I kind of watched him, saw what he did, and I and I wrote him the check. And I, I remember saying to him, you know, thank you for the education. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to need you to set that toilet yeah. anymore. Um, but my mind just went blank. Um, we were talking about
1: knowing what you're wanting to do, if you're going to have the contractors or if you're going to do it yourself, it's more, it's kind of all, if you're going to get started, it's almost goal setting, but in a couple of different areas. It's personal. What is my personal goals? What do I, what do I want to do? Then it's the property. What am I looking at for goals on the property? Am I going to be hands-on? Am I going to hire contractors? And then it's going to be Another goal, do I wanna do this alone? Do I wanna partner? Do I want to have a couple people come in? You know, that's something else you're gonna to wanna to look at. If you don't want all the risk on yourself, Then maybe you want to look at having a partner or two, you know? Or if you're like, hey, I'm jumping all in and I'm going to just do it, then no, you don't want to have anybody else. But that is something else you need to ask up front of yourself so you know you have your list in place. When you start looking at possible real estate deals, does this fill all my boxes? Is this what I want to do long term, short term? you know, the skill set, everything. Because if you go into it blindly, hey, I just want to do real estate. Well, that means a million different things. You know, it, are you looking to, you know, build a long term portfolio? Are you looking to put cash in your pocket? I mean, these are just questions that you have to answer up front to go into it you know, kind of an organized fashion. I mean, we did just jump in, but again, we didn't have the resources and we were 20 years old and had no clue what we were doing.
0: And I think it goes back to what we've talked about several times. You can change too. Absolutely. You know, we've gone, just because of the real estate market, you know, we were doing flips like crazy and then we went into rentals. Um, you know, there's not a definite, but I think to get... A basis to get just that foundation kind of set your goals, what you're really focusing on, because it'll allow you to get to that why of why am I doing this? You know, when you hit those hard times of, you know, I remember when we were flipping a lot and we needed money. That's why we were flipping, you know, and I would go work on these houses and it, you know, when I was tired, it was like, okay, if I get this done, we can make $20,000. Yeah, You know, it allowed me to, to get that cash that we needed.
1: So the one thing we haven't talked about, but I, I want to at least mention it, is funding. And I know you even said that freaks people out because it's like, oh gosh, I want to buy a property, but how in the world? I, I can't. So there are no going in that, if you have your goals set, you know what you wanna do, you have a good idea of where you wanna start, you, you have a good idea of how you're gonna structure it, know that if you find the deal, money's out there. If you start asking around, if you start putting feelers out, Start checking all these resources, and we, we will delve more into this later about how to find funding and how to fund a project. Know that you can find the money one way or another.
0: Well, one of my coaches, he said, if you have a deal, the money will come to it. Yeah, And I mean, I, you know me better than anybody. What was the one thing that we struggled with for years? We went to banks. We did. And we were like, we got to have this money. And in the last four or five years, the faucet of understanding that the the resources are out there that are so far beyond what we could ever imagine. And, you know, when he first started saying that, when I got into storage, I was like, you know, I, we've struggled with this. This has been this such a hard situation for us. And then all of a sudden, throughout the last four years, I've just seen, I mean, it's He's right. If you have the deal, that's the key, though.
1: You have to have the deal. Is
0: where you struggle is when you don't have the deal.
1: When you're trying to make something work, the money might not show up quite as easily. But if you because you your make,
0: investors want to have a return on their exactly. money, and they're going to look at the deal and they're exactly. going to say, Yeah, this is kind of questionable." Where if you're funding it or you're doing it, you know, with a bank, you can do a little bit of a narrower deal, and that's. Kind of tends to what uh, be what happens with newer people is they tend to focus on getting a deal and the deal's narrow. And as you progress in your real estate, you tend to start looking at deals differently. yeah, and you start saying, okay, now we can pull in a partner. We can pull in some lenders because that deal is that much that that good
1: because you I mean, and you've mentioned several times how you can change over the years when when we first started, the bank, the first couple deals gave us the money for the house and the fix-up and money. The because it was a local bank, we actually had a fabulous relationship with the president yep. through a mutual friend. It was a wonderful setup. And then that changed, yep. and the I do the first time we had a flip and it was a private investor that gave us the money for the flip, but he said he would not give us the money for the fix-ups. My heart just dropped to my stomach because well, I was like, how are reason, we going to do this? The
0: whole the whole way that started was I knew this guy had some cash. And I asked him, I was like, would you partner with me on this? Thinking, because I sat in the driveway saying, I have no money. Why am I even looking at this house? And I asked him, I said, hey, would you partner? And he goes, how about this? I'll make it even better. He said, I'll finance it for you. And that's how our relationship started as him for him investing with us. But yeah, when I came home, I was like, I'd already had it made up in my mind though that I was gonna buy it, and I'll figure it out. And I was like, yeah, let's put it on every credit card that we got.
1: And that's because when you know we didn't have the money for the fix ups up front, we just had to adjust. So it's like I'm hesitant to say, you know, when you're getting started, you need to know funding. But yet, don't freak out. Know that if you find the deal, you can find the money. And
0: this is the thing: is having the money and having the knowledge of how to get your funding you know we've talked we talk a lot about this we have bought hundreds and hundreds of properties that we had no idea how we were going to fund it but we knew that we as we got into it we had resources we had knowledge of how to do it but when you go look at something you might not know right at that moment but you have different avenues in in as you do deals, you learn to be creative. You learn to, to hey, I could partner with this person or I could, you know, borrow money yeah. from this. Um, you know, we were just talking to, to Jeremy today about getting a HELOC, you yeah. know, get, using your home as, you know, having a, a home line of credit to where you could use that as a down payment for something. Um, there's so many different options, but I, you can't let that be a stumbling Stone, But you also have to make sure that through your mentor, you know, through online education, you know, I, I can sit here and laugh and we'll talk about, you know, resources and options that you have for education in the future. But, you know, up until four or five years ago, mine was books. Yeah. You know, I didn't even realize I was just in the grind and, and working on houses and stuff that I didn't get involved with online forums. I didn't get involved with real estate groups locally. I just read books. Um, You know, so get involved with local communities, national communities, get involved with a mentor, you know, because there are a lot of people that I've learned that are a lot smarter than I am. This has nothing to do with how smart I am and that we have all the answers. Everything that we've talked about, we've learned from other people, people you know, willing to give us their time. Um, you know, through our title companies and everything else. You know, people have poured into us. They have, and I think that's part of what you need to understand is you've got to get out there and be willing to learn and educate yourself to where you can figure out what makes sense and talk to people in these different asset classes. People are willing to give you, a, you know, give you advice or or give you their experience. You know, find someone that does commercial. Find someone that just does nothing but residential. Find someone that does storage. Talk to those people and be
1: open minded when you talk to them. Don't have a narrow viewpoint that you feel like you already know because you've True. heard. When they say something that sounds really off the wall to you, if they are in that, that asset class and they have been successful, even if it sounds off the wall to you, I'd take their advice because they probably know what they're talking about. Or that
0: gives you an opportunity to ask more questions. Hey, you know, from my limited knowledge or, or you know, what people have told me. That doesn't make sense to me. Can you explain that? Yeah, more? absolutely. And get, that's that education that you can continue to but get. Just be
1: open minded to to know my way of thinking might be incorrect. I might be correct, but when people start talking to you, ask questions and get an explanation, not just a, a flat answer, but get an explanation of where that comes from, and be open to hearing. What others have to say. Don't just ask one person. No. That's what get involved in several different forums and groups and ask. And because, again, people have so many different ways of doing the same thing. And so many different. Ways. Our way, our philosophy is a lot different than a business partner that we've had in the past. We're not wrong. He's not wrong. It's just Correct. a different way of thinking and operating. So get several different ideas and be like, oh, okay. Well, I don't care for that way because that makes me feel uncomfortable. But this way is good. I, I, I can connect a little more with that. So know that there is so many different ways to to know to get involved and to get moving. But know your limitations and know yourself first and foremost. And know foremost. your strengths. Yes.
0: You know, that's something that I've taught to a lot of guys. Hey, I, you know, we'll talk more about this as well. But, you know, we're not gr- big with partners where I know one guy, he's like, man, I wouldn't do it without partners. Yeah. He said because they have this skill set, my other partner has this skill set, and I have this skill set. Yeah. So where that's very uncomfortable for us. It goes back to the very first statement you said, know yourself. Know yourself. Start doing a personal inventory, looking and figuring out where you fit in this world of real estate and where your goals are to where you can be successful.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree.
0: So I I think that's... Very simplistic. I don't think that it's-
1: it, it does sound very simplistic. But when you sit down and start taking kind of an, a personal inventory, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I, I don't really know. So you kind of got to sit there and ask yourself some hard questions and think through it and know in the end. Oh, you know, I really have never thought about it in that for myself that way. But you know, this is how I think. This is my philosophy. This is my theory, and. And knowing these things before you get started. And I think
0: us being open and, and honest, you alluded to it. But I think we need to kind of talk about it. Is we were very poor in this aspect.
1: We were. We because again you we, I was 20, you were 23 when we got married. You already owned one well, you owned one. We bought the duplex before we got married. We at least purchased another house when we got married. We just jumped in. We had no clue not only what we were doing, but where we were going, what our goals were, we were just doing. And it would have, really helped us in the beginning to step back and say, okay, what are our goals here? Rather than just, hey, it's for sale, let's buy it. Right. You know, because there are some things we probably wouldn't have bought. And there are some things that we, we passed probably, up on that, that, we, that we would we have bought. There are some things that we sold that we would have kept had we known these things about us and about our philosophy, you know, so way th- before now. So I think
0: of the conversation that we had with uh, Caleb yesterday. Yeah. That was the, what we're talking about is exactly what we told our 17-year-old son's best friend that's yeah. getting ready to graduate high school is take an inventory. What are your goals? What do you want to do? And I, you know, sometimes I feel bad telling people this because we didn't do it. But, but it's I been think a learning it's from process. an, it, yeah, it's from that learning experience. We've learned
1: if you'll do this up front, some of this in real estate will be a lot easier because you'll know exactly what you're looking oh. for.
0: The, the, and then <laughs>
1: e- even what you, we've said a couple of times now, we, you you know kind of where you want to start, you get in it, and then you're like, okay, you know what, I do, I want to switch some of this up because my mindset's changed. And, you know, this is always evolving, and it doesn't have to be if you're happy where you're at, but it can be. No, nothing's written in stone. You know, you buy a rental property, you're not bound to buy rental properties the rest of your life. Anything can be fluid. But just knowing a starting point of who you are, where you're planning to go, what those goals are, is going to help make the process, especially in the beginning, so much easier. You know, and just to a mentor, a group, giving you some advice, that is a big piece of advice that I think we can give.
0: And another thing you said is listen. Listen to what people are saying. because And I'll give an example. Um, you know, we had a partner in storage. Good guy, very successful. But I remember back to my very first mentor, David. He told me, he said, partnerships are marriages. Mm -hmm. And when my partner in storage and I started talking, we talked about that. I didn't realize it. And I didn't take a self-evaluation and really look at who I was, my controlling. You know, I, I like to be in control. I like to make the decisions. And so when we got into that partnership, it just didn't go the way that we expected. So I think it's really important that that not only do you listen to what people are saying, really 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 look at yourself and yeah. be honest, be with, honest yourself. with yourself. Be honest with yeah. yourself. Because it it'll make it a lot easier yeah. as you get into it. Because we have done it's funny how I feel like we're being quite vulnerable right now <laughs> because I but this has been a struggle for us, and
1: it ha- but it being honest with yourself to say, you know what, we really shouldn't have bought that. We were a little bit lofty in our thinking to think, yeah, hey, we can take anything on, when really that wasn't at all what our goal was. And in turn, you know, we kind of worked through it and sell. But it's like there are things that had we stepped back and said okay, this really doesn't suit what we're going for, yeah. we could have made some different decisions over the last 20 years. Yeah. So,
0: But I will say, don't get discouraged because we're where we're at because we took those steps. Yeah. Don't allow over-analysis to create paralysis. Yeah. You know, make sure that you're still progressing forward, taking steps so that you can get in the game. And not be sitting on the sidelines Absolutely. five years from now, 10 years from now. Absolutely. So, uh, wow. I that, think that was, was good. <laughs> you think so? I
1: do. All, All right. right.
0: Anything else?
1: No. Nope. Next time we can move on to talking about some resources for education and where to start learning.
0: Okay. Sounds good.